if you do just a little bit extra in your business, your customers are going to recognize that because if you've got 50 consultants all using the systems that were set up by corporate and nobody does anything different, guess what? You are just one of the crowd. You don't stand out. You're not special. You're not unique. You are completely forgettable. This is To The Nines Podcast. I am your host, Tiffany Wicks, a mom of seven who doesn't subscribe to the idea that you have to choose between your family and a career. I am on a mission to show the stay-at-home mom who has lost herself in childcare and cocomelon and the overworked corporate holdout who isn't finding joy and purpose in their career that they can work for themselves, making an impact and an income that serves your dream life. After leaving my nursing career to raise our family, I needed more mental stimulation, but didn't want to give up the privilege of raising our legacy. I've been in network marketing now for five years. I know the strategy and mindset it takes to be successful and to live a life aligned with your values and your purpose. Join me as I share my business tips, marketing mistakes, attitude shifts you need to space out some time for you, or ditch your nine to five completely and start working for yourself. You have the power to change your life. Let's get started. This is just the beginning. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. All right, so I'll be frank with you guys. This episode, I'm going to go through this list. I am not as peppy or excited. Not so much about the podcast episode. I love podcasting, but parenting right now is just really difficult and having a lot of challenges with the kids. So I'm going to keep it real for you. Um, But we're going to go through this list because I am trying to teach this to my kids currently and uh, try and mentor this to teammates. And it feels like these are 10 things you really shouldn't have to say to adults. They should just get it at this point. But a lot of people don't. So if this helps shift your mindset uh, to something that looks a little bit more responsible um, as a baseline or even up levels your your life in some way, then great. I hope this blesses you. All right. So the first thing I am neurotic actually about being on time. I don't think it's just my military background. I think it's just a decent thing to do when people are expecting you at a certain time. It is wickedly unprofessional and rude to show up on time and leave people waiting. Now I get it. Sometimes you're delayed. Heck, I was delayed getting out the door this morning while I was trying to take my son Uh, to somebody else's house and she was going to take him to the field trip because I have another kid who needed to be somewhere and I'm single parenting. So there you have it. Nonetheless, I make every reasonable effort to be on time, if not five minutes early, because that's what I teach my kids. If you're not five minutes early, you're 10 minutes late. So do focus on the respect um, for other people and their time and their efforts and be on time and in fact plan so that you can be early. All right, the second thing on the list is going to be make an effort, like actually try. My dad used to tell me, whatever's worth doing is worth doing right. And I've taken that. I mean, there's not a lot of great things he imparted to me in terms of life advice. Um, I was kind of thrown to the wolves um, as a very young girl. Parents didn't really lead so much of our family because they were incredibly distracted with just trying to pay bills and trying to keep their marriage together. And we, you know, we were very poor by choice, really, because they were awful with managing money. And nonetheless, it was not like the three of us girls were not their primary occupation or concern. We were simply roadblocks to whatever they wanted to accomplish, and we were an inconvenience, and we 
knew it. So as soon as we were, quote, grown at 18, and if you have an 18-year-old or if you have been an 18-year-old, I think you can probably agree that no kid is grown at 18. In fact, they still need a lot of guidance and a lot of mentorship. But nonetheless, I didn't have it. However, this is one thing he told me that stuck with me and it continues to stick with me that I do teach to my kids is whatever you're going to do, you may as well do it right. And you may as well do it well. Like, why would you do anything and just do it poorly? I mean, you just feel like a trash can. I mean, at least I do. Maybe I'm just built different, but I don't want to do anything if I'm not doing it with excellence. So there you have it. And having a positive attitude. I mean, this is me right now, like in the raw. I am really trying to have a positive attitude amongst a very challenging parenting time. I mean, it gets challenging when our when our guy leaves town and, uh, you know, husband leaves town multiple times a month for multiple days at a time because he's a pilot. That's what pilots do. But, you know, for whatever reason that is, I mean, the kids just kind of lose it when he's gone. And I'm doing my best to take care of a newborn and run a business and homeschool and try and keep everybody's attitudes under control. But I mean, he's our alpha. He's our dude. And uh, the kids feel that too. So when it's just one parent um, kind of trying to manage it all, it can get a bit challenging. And we've had a few extra special challenges in the last day or so. Um, Feel free to check out Instagram. There's a live. I actually talked about it and I am recording this on the 19th so if you're curious about what that particular challenge was go back look on the 19th there's a live I'm at the park with my kids wearing a green hat have fun all right so I'm working hard to have a positive attitude everybody can make an effort to be a little bit more positive and not be such a Debbie Downer among everything like I get it man when things are going crazy the last thing you want to do is slap a smile on your face but make an effort point number two and um Try and have a positive attitude because what you are and the way your mind goes is what you're going to attract more of. So if you see things as negative, you're going to experience more negativity. All right. Third thing is have a little bit more energy. I mean, not everyone is built like I am. I am a very high energy person naturally. I don't need caffeine to achieve it. Caffeine just amplifies it. I love caffeine, but I don't drink that every day because it's not good for my body. So Being high energy really means just put your shoulders back, lift up your chin, raise your gaze a little bit, and have a little extra pep in your step because nobody likes a tortoise, right? Have a little bit more energy. People will feed off of that, and then you'll in turn be able to feed off their energy. Even introverts can feed off other people's positive and high energy. All right, so the next one is going to be being passionate. So passionate... I think it goes above and beyond just excellence because you can will yourself to do something with excellence, but to do something with passion really creates uh, like a deeper sense of meaning. Now, look, y'all, I am not going to take the trash can up to the curb with passion because I really just don't care that much about the trash making it up to the curb, but I am going to do that with effort. I'm going to have it there on time if I were responsible for it. I'm not. My oldest son is, and it didn't make it where it needed to go. Um, this morning, which is part of my um, grievance. But nonetheless, whatever I'm going to do, I'm going to do it with at least enough passion to achieve the other outcomes, which is making an effort, having it done on time, and then actually giving a crap that it's done well. All right, so using good body language. You know, there are several studies out in the world that says you can 
talk more with your body than you ever have to use words. I tell my kids and other people, in fact, I'm like, dude, you've got to fix your face right now because you're telling me I'm fine, but you're doing it through gritted teeth. Your eyes are narrowed in. Your jaw is so tight. You're probably going to need chiropractic care to release it at the end of this conversation. Your face and your body is not saying at all that you're fine. So let's quit the facade. And if you're having a suck day, just say it. I'm having a suck day today. And you know, when people at the grocery store, I know they are not signing up for my life story or to hear all of my grievances thrown at them across the cash register. But when you say, hey, having a great day? And I'm like, no, actually, my day could be better. You know, They're like, oh, like, weren't prepared for that, were ya? Well, I'm not asking for a therapy session, but I'm going to be honest. You know, if things are not going well, I'm going to say, you know what? Things could be better, but I'm really working on my attitude right now. And okay, great. You know, I'm really working on my mindset about this. I'm really working on my energy around this. It's okay to be honest, but use good body language when you're talking to other people and when you're really approaching business, life, partners, kids, if you are closed down, your shoulders are caved in, um, nobody's going to perceive you as somebody that is approachable. Um, I have a few kids that don't make friends as quickly as other kids do. And sure enough, I'm like, hey man, if you're sitting in the corner over there, you're looking down, you're not looking around, you're intentionally placing yourself in a position of isolation. Nobody's going to look at that body language and say, that girl right there, she needs a friend. Nobody's going to do that. They're going to be like, clearly she wants to be left alone. I can tell. And they're going to walk the other way. And then you're going to continue to wonder why you don't have friends. And I'm going to continue to tell you you're creating that result. Fix your body language. Fix your energy. Have a little bit more positivity. And people will be more attracted to you. So being coachable is the next one. This speaks primarily to business owners. However, when you are raising adults that just happen to be children right now, coachability is huge. I have talked about this before on the podcast, but I have one kid in particular that does not like coaching at all. You can't tell them what to do. You can't tell them how to do it right. Insists on doing everything the hard way and learning ways. Like, Why do you insist on doing that? I mean, I really think your life would be better if you would just listen. No, you can't tell them anything. So, okay, we'll continue to let you fall until you figure this out on your own. Be coachable. If you join a business, more specifically the profession of network marketing, which is where I'm at, you really have to be coachable. You have to listen to the things that your mentor is saying. Um, Otherwise, I mean, there's really no point in joining if you're not willing to listen to what people do ahead of you and be able to repeat the same thing. So humble yourself, be coachable, listen to what your mentor is saying, listen to what your parents are saying, and, you know, learn a little something before you just insist on falling on your face all the time. Because what's going to happen is you're going to say, this is a failure, I'm a failure, this doesn't work. And that's absolutely not true. There's tons of success stories out there to say it absolutely does work, but you have to be coachable and you have to practice a little bit of humility that goes along with that. All right, so the next one is just doing a little extra. All right, listen, the profession of network marketing is set up mostly so that it's it's a little more, I almost said hands off, but that's going to get a false pretense here. A, a lot of systems are already in place for you set up by the corporate company that you're with, okay? 
That's what I'm going to say. Those systems are set up for you to use and to make it simple for customer retention, check on orders, follow up. But you've got to find something that's just that little extra. What is that little extra thing that you do? Well, I text a lot of my customers. Um, I say happy birthday to everyone that has a birthday. I expect nothing out of it other than to just be a good human and recognize that they are sacred on this earth as well. And they deserve that at least somebody can recognize that. I mean, I have no idea if they have anybody celebrating them or not. So if my voice text that says happy birthday brings them joy, fantastic. I have done kingdom work. However, if you do just a little bit extra in your business, your customers are going to recognize that because if you've got 50 consultants all using the systems that were set up by corporate and nobody does anything different, guess what? You are just one of the crowd. You don't stand out. You're not special. You're not unique. You are completely forgettable. Ouch, right? Don't be forgettable. Make yourself unforgettable by taking that extra step, whatever that looks like. If it's sending out an extra sample, it's a handwritten thank you card. I do that for all of my brand new customers. I send gifts to customers that are really phenomenal and are blessing me. I turn around and bless them right back. I send text messages. I catch up with them. I care about their lives. I comment on their photos. I mean, it's way more involved than just thanks for your order and taking the money and run. So if you want to change your mindset and make your life and others a little bit better, then just do a little bit extra. You know, when you're raising your family, teach your kids that, yes, you cleaned up. Great. What is one extra little touch that you can put on that to make that unforgettable? How about maybe just your attitude is better? Maybe you clean up, but you do it with a smile. You do it because you're part of a family. That extra step would it goes miles, trust. All right, so being prepared. Good Lord, there is nothing worse than showing up ill-prepared. If you're going to a lecture, you're just going to show up with nothing in your hand. Show up with a pen and paper. Be ready to take notes. Be ready to have your life transformed and be able to take that back to your team and do the same. Be prepared is a core tenant of the Boy Scouts. I have three boys in Scouts right now, and this is something we're always drawing their minds back to. You need to be prepared. When we leave the house, do you have your water bottle? This is Georgia, okay, guys? It's hot. And not to mention, more than half the population walks around perpetually dehydrated. Like, it's a health issue. You need to be hydrated. So be prepared for your day. Do you have your shoes on? Are your teeth brushed? Do you have your water bottle? When we get ready to go to homeschool group, I'm asking them, do you have your lunch? Have you packed a lunch? You have to be prepared for the day because I'm not going to come in and swoop in on my eagle and save you from yourself. This goes all the way back to making an effort, having a good attitude, being coachable. You've got to be prepared for whatever comes your way. So if you're a diabetic, you don't walk around without insulin, do you? You don't walk around without glucose, do you? Of course not. You're prepared for the fact that you might go low, so you've got to treat yourself. Be prepared. If you are a woman walking around a crowded city, be prepared for the unthinkable. Be prepared for an attack. You better have a phone number that's on speed dial. You better have a knife, mace, gun, whatever your your form of self-protection identifies with. You need to be prepared for the unthinkable and don't go down dark alleys. Don't go to watch movies that end at 1 a.m. Don't go into train station. I mean, it sucks that you have to live your life like that as a young woman or even as a young man. I mean, dudes get assaulted as well. It's not just women. 
but you need to be prepared and know, okay, what's my exit plan? What am I going to do? Teenagers? Good Lord, I am in the thick of teenagers right now. When they're going to a party, you need to be prepared for people to offer you drugs and alcohol. What are you going to do? What are you going to tell them? How are you going to contact me? When you're teaching toddlers, what's your safe word? What's your family safe word? If you're at the park and someone lures them over with a puppy next to the fence, how are you going to prepare them? How are you going to prepare them to be prepared for sexual predators? People that they're supposed to trust. I mean, this is heavy stuff. You have to be prepared. You have to think 10 steps ahead of where you're at. When you're planning a business, be prepared for growth. Start implementing systems so that when you do have the big customer base, you do have the big following, it doesn't knock you on your butt and you're like, I have no idea how to deal with this. Start thinking 10 steps ahead of where you're at and then act as if. Be that person ahead of where you're at. That way when it arrives, you're prepared for that. All right, and this last one, it's a biggie, man. Have a strong work ethic. I think it ties into what I'm talking about with every other character quality on this list. But look, none of these require a particular talent, okay? Zero talent involved with all of the things I just mentioned. Have a strong work ethic. Do a good job and actually care about doing a good job. I mean, when people pack your groceries and they throw the cans on top of your bananas, I want to be like, really? That, that's not a strong work ethic. You didn't even try on that one. You know bananas bruised, dude. You work at a grocery store. Make an effort. Have a better work ethic than that. Show up on time. That ties into work ethic. Do a good job while you're there. Make an effort. That ties in with having a strong work ethic. Actually show the heck up. Don't complain about the results you're not getting for the work you didn't do. Show up. Show up for your family. Show up for your business. Show up for your partner. Show up for your kids. Don't just sit around and say, oh, it'll work itself out eventually because, spoiler alert, it won't. It's not going to just magically work itself out because everything trends towards chaos and destruction. I know this is sounding a little intense and negative, but that's the truth of the matter. If you want to keep things positive, you have to actually make an effort for that. It takes almost no effort to sit there and be angry. It takes an effort to turn a bad day around and say, you know what? This is not going to get to me. I'm going to I'm going to... I'm going to buck it up a little bit, partner, and we're going to cowboy up and we're going to be a little bit more excited about our day and about the life that's been given to us because it is a gift, my friends, to breathe the breath of life into your lungs and to exist another day. If you've ever lost somebody special to you, this should already hit hit with you. It should resonate hard. So listen, make your day amazing. Practice these 10 things that require zero talent, okay? Be on time. Make an effort. Have a positive attitude. Get a little bit extra energy. Be passionate about what you're doing. Use good, positive body language. Be coachable. Do a little bit extra. Be prepared and have a strong work ethic. You and everyone else around you will be better for it. All right. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. So glad you could join me. Be sure that you're following me on Instagram at Tiffany L. Wicks and take a screenshot of this episode and share it in your stories. Tag me, tag a friend, and I can't wait to come back and see you guys next week. All right. Ciao, friends. Bye. Bye.